0: Hey girl, hey! What's up you guys? Happy Monday. Welcome back. Welcome to a new week. Hoping everyone had a great weekend this weekend. I took time off this weekend and got a mani pedi and I went shopping. The mani pedi was well overdue. Um, I used to get acrylics but I would just get so addicted to them and have them all the time and then my actual nails were so weak afterwards. So the past year or so I've just been getting gel manicures or what some people would call no chips and y'all I get the same two colors every time <laughs> I mean I look at the that little nail wheel that they give you when you first walk in with like 500,000 colors to pick from and girlfriend ends up getting either pink or white every single time and I might get fancy every blue moon and bust out like a red or some sort of nude color but my nails have never been green, purple, blue, that it's just not my ministry. <laughs> it always looks nice on other people, but I just, it just doesn't look good on me. So I know I'm not the only one out there that's like that, but I'm so happy that I just had a, a minute to, to do things for myself and just did what I, I wanted to do for the day. You guys don't let these insta-famous people tell you through their quotes that you don't need to take a day, a mental day to yourself to recharge. You absolutely do. You can't pour into whatever it is you're trying to make happen for yourself 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You will get burnt out, sis. The hustle can wait 24 hours if it needs to. So I hope that this weekend you had some time to to yourself to relax before you kick back into gear this week. Or maybe you take a day or two next weekend and relax. Maybe go see a movie and gather yourself before hitting the ground running again. I always see these like Big time people, though, on social social media who are like, I grind every day all day and the hustle is sold separately. Team no breaks. And it's like, oh, relax, (laughs) relax while they are absolutely right. The hustle is infinite and there is a lot of sacrifice that has to be made to get to where you wanna go, you should absolutely just give yourself recharge time. I needed this weekend that I just had to relax and chill and just shut my brain off of go mode for a little while and take in my surroundings and do something for me that I liked. Because how can I pour into my business and my family and how can I pour into this podcast and into you guys if I am not 100% my best self when it's time to work? So I'm at the mall this weekend. It was 81 degrees in LA this weekend. Finally, we've been getting such crappy weather and majority of the malls out here are are outdoor malls. So, you know, I'm outside, the sun is shining, I got my shades on, called my mom and I'm just like, mom, today's such a great day. You know, my energy is so high, not physical energy in the sense of my body being tired, but mental energy, my emotional energy was high. My vibration was high and I was operating at a high frequency I was in such a good mood that when I was getting a pedicure and the lady was taking forever to come do my pedicure, the water got cold. And instead of having an attitude and making rude comments, because that would have been the easiest thing to do, I kindly asked if she could just run more water, run more hot water and let her know that I've been waiting for a while and would like to start. And if I had not been operating at a high frequency and sustaining myself on that level of good energy, I would have had an attitude. I would have been pissed off. And I probably could have let that attitude direct the rest of my day. So when I'm on the phone with my mom, you know, later that day, I'm like, you know, so many good decisions are made when you operate at a high frequency. Your energy is positive, your attitude is positive, and you really make good decisions. You, you have good thoughts and you have better ideas and your creativity is just better. And essentially, we should always be trying to get and stay on this level. And if you're feeling down and you're having negative thoughts, you're not in the best mood, what comes back to you is negativity, drama, and that feeling of unhappiness But if you're choosing to feel happy and choosing positivity, choosing not to subscribe to the bad thoughts that pop up in your mind, what comes back to you? That feeling of happiness, positivity in your brain, recognizing the good in everything. Life is happening around you and to you every day. And life will not stop happening. Life is getting up in the morning and not feeling it. And just wanting to go back to bed. Life is when other people are purposely rude and unkind to you. Life is getting to work and working with people that you just don't like and they get on your nerves. Life is paying bills. Life is hustling. Life is grinding. Life happens. But it's how we choose to deal with that life and how we decide to let life affect us. Some people call it attracting. Some people call it manifesting some people call it acting as if or speaking it into existence so if you have an image of this woman in your mind right and you want to be her and in her in your head this woman is confident this woman is strong this woman is healthy and she's sexy and she got she got coins in the bank she's financially stable but when you look around you see the same old same old right you see the same old job, you see the same old routine. And how do you bring forth this confident, powerful, sexy woman you want to be and you can see her in your mind, but your surroundings tell you otherwise? I can tell you. You start living confidently. You start standing in that power You start living a healthy life and doing things that make you feel sexy and not spending your coin so that you can be financially stable. And guess what? You become her. Your same old, same old begins to change when you walk into meetings with your head held high and you raise your hand to speak up instead of sitting there quietly. Your same old, same old changes when you start taking vitamins every day and going to the gym and caring about your health. Your same old, same old changes when you start saving the bank instead of breaking the bank. You get what you put out. You are how you act. If you constantly are thinking about this big mountain in front of you that you have to climb to become everything you wanted to be, but constantly reminding yourself of how hard it is and how scared you are and how difficult it will be, then guess what, sis? You're not climbing anything and you're not going anywhere anytime soon. But if you if you can believe that no matter what, no matter how big, no matter how long it's going to take you, that you will conquer this thing. Guess what? You will conquer it. It really is that simple. When you put in the work, your energy shouldn't be that of wanting something. Your energy should be that you already have it. In your mind, if you're saying, oh, I'm putting in the work to hopefully make this dream come true. No, sis, it has to be, I'm putting in the work because this dream is coming true regardless. And the work has to be done anyway. You see how the energy was shifted to something positive? If you're saying, I wanna be sexy and I wanna look good naked, you don't get up every day and say, well, at some point, I have to go to the gym today because I really want to look good naked. No, you get up and you say, I'm going to the gym today because this is how I'm, I have to maintain my body if I want to look good naked. Again, you've gone from a place of wanting to a place of I already have this. This is attraction. This is manifesting. This is speaking things into existence. I don't know if y'all have ever heard Oprah's story about how she got her role in The Color Purple, but I thought it was so fascinating and such a true testament to how if you can see it in your mind, you can achieve it in real life. Oprah had read The Color Purple when it first came out, the book, and absolutely fell in love with Miss Sophia. And when reading this book, she said, this is me. I am Miss Sophia. And she said she read the book front to back three times. And that's how much she loved it. And that's how much she loved the character, Miss Sophia. And she completely threw herself into this book. And she said she was so into it that she bought the book for everyone that she knew. She gave the book out to other people so that they could read it. And she was so passionate about the color purple. And she said she believed in her heart that this character, Miss Sophia, was her. She said it was literally her on the pages in the book, and she didn't know what that meant, but she just knew that if this book became bigger than just a book, which it did, that she was Miss Sophia. So Oprah goes to what she called in her interview a fat farm to lose weight, and this is when the Oprah show was just starting to kick off, so her career is just starting, you know, she's in Chicago, and she said she had no idea who Steven Spielberg was. She never talked to him, never talked to any movie directors, casting agents, nothing. So she's she's at this fat farm and she's running on the track in the rain singing this gospel song called I Surrender. I don't know who, who made it, but the song is called I Surrender. And she said she's singing, she's in prayer, she's crying because she's lost. She really doesn't know like what's about to happen next for her. And she got a phone call and she took the phone call. And guess who it was? Steven Spielberg asking her if she could fly to L.A. to do a reading for Miss Sophia's role in the color purple. And turns out Quincy Jones was in his hotel room really late one night in Chicago and was channel surfing. And Oprah's Oprah's talk show was on. And when he saw her, he said, that's Miss Sophia. Y'all. I don't know if y'all knew that story, but Oprah has talked about it so many times. But all I could say was, wow, Oprah knew like she knew, like she knew that she was Miss Sophia. And then, boom, a phone call changed her entire life. She got the role. The movie is still being played to this very day. And now Oprah has become the woman she is today. Flashback to 2017. My mom was going to Jamaica with some friends and I had every intention of going with them. I mean, it's Jamaica, hello. And I put down my deposit and I started preparing myself to go. And this was before Slay Girl Slay and I was still living at home with her and I just wanted to get away. And I remember, I remember like it was yesterday. I looked up at my vision board, which had all these pictures of palm trees and LA and moving trucks and just all all my dreams on this vision board. And I said, mom, I don't think I'm going to be able to go. And she said, why? And I told her, I said, I'm, I'm going to be moving at that time. I can't go. And the trip was planned for April 20th or 21st, I believe of 2018. And it was, it was like October 2017 when we were having this conversation. I said, mom, I can't go because I'm moving. I'm moving to LA at that time. And she said, okay, no worries. Like, cool. She didn't look at me like I was crazy. She didn't ask me any questions. She just said, okay, y'all, I didn't have a job. I didn't have any type of ties to LA, nothing. But I knew like I knew like I knew that I was going to be moving. And every step after that, every interaction I had after that with others was this idea that I was about to move. I would be asked to go on future trips or make future plans like going to concerts, etc. for that time with other family members and friends, but I'd announce and say that I can't I couldn't go. I can't make any commitments because I was moving. And the look that I would get is just like, "What?" You know, they'd ask me, "Do you have a job?" No. "Do you know someone out there?" Not really. I know like one or two people. Well, How are you moving? How do you know you're moving? I just know. And lo and behold, because I was putting that energy out there that I was moving, that it was happening. And when I applied to jobs, even if I got rejected, I still knew that I was going to get one. I wasn't sad. I wasn't upset. When I got rejection emails, I knew it was still going to happen because I knew that one of them was going to work. I wasn't sad or upset when I started looking at apartments out here and the rent was sky high and I couldn't afford it, but I looked anyway. I made a list of places I wanted to live anyway because I knew that there was a way that was going to be made for me to be here. I was unwavering in my belief that this dream of mine was going to come true. I was relentless in my positive thinking. I would not dare let the thoughts and opinions of other people make me feel like I was crazy, or that what I wanted wasn't coming forth. I knew like I knew like I knew that I was moving. My mom left for Jamaica on April 20th, 2018. I moved to LA on April 25th. It is that real, sis. And I understand that there can be a gray area when it comes to the idea of manifestation and attracting things into your life and I know some people can get confused as to, you know, who are you manifesting to? Or where are you manifesting from? What are, who are you attracting these things to? And there's so many questions. And I try not to focus on the gray area so much because I like to focus on the black and white. I like to focus on what I have seen. And I was brought up with prayer. I was taught to seek God first in everything that I do. And I'm not here to preach to you or sway you to believe in something that you may not believe in. That's not my job. But it is my responsibility to tell you my story and how, through prayer and seeking God first, for me, I've seen some of the most incredible things happen in my life and in the lives of others. And something has to be said about experiencing this type of faith because it's mind blowing, it's not by chance. It's not by luck, it is by faith. Would Oprah have landed her role as Miss Sophia if she had gone through her day-to-day like she wasn't good enough? Thinking how the heck was this going to happen for her? If she had subscribed to the negativity of others and even herself, right? Because y'all know our minds can play Jedi mind tricks on us. Would she be the person that she is today? I honestly don't think so. If I had subscribed to the constant looks of disbelief or when people looked at me like I was crazy when I couldn't make plans with them because I was moving to LA and had a job that I I didn't even apply for yet, I didn't even know anyone out here really for that matter, would I have moved? Probably not. My question to you, Boo, is, what are you subscribing to these days? What are you choosing to let in? Is it positive? Are you unwavering in your belief that what you want in your life will happen for you? Are you teeter-tottering with the idea that mm, maybe it can happen, but maybe it won't? Are you thinking, maybe I am cut out for this, but maybe I'm not? Yeah, we all get that little voice in our head that will counteract any idea that we have, but are you subscribing to it? I encourage you to look at your goals as a whole and think about the mindset you have to have to make these goals a reality. Think about what you will choose to subscribe to mentally and emotionally and what you will not. Think about the decisions you have to make every day to become whatever these goals are. Is it confident? Is it having more knowledge on a topic? Is it discipline? Is it consistency? Whatever it is, make up in your mind that that is is the only thing that you will choose to subscribe to. And anything after today that is not that, you won't even give it a second thought. My dad and I were on the phone one night and I was telling him about this celery juice craze that, that like, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. If you drink a certain amount of ounces a day, it will basically cure anything that you have, any type of sickness or disease. And my dad has My dad is very hard to persuade. Um, It takes a lot to impress him, which can be a blessing and a curse. But I thought it was just because he was insanely stubborn to new ideas. But what he said that night stuck with me. And I think about it every single day. He said, The worst thing you can do is give someone or something control over your mind and your thoughts. Don't be so gullible. Stop listening to what everybody is saying all the time. Don't you realize that most people just talk because they want to be heard. If you can control your mind, control your thoughts, and make decisions based on the knowledge that you have, based on the facts that you know, you can do anything. Don't let the power of someone else's tongue change your life. Let the power of your own tongue change your life. You are what you attract, boo. You want good? Put good out. Put good in everything that you do. So, so what? You hate your job and the people you work with. Oh, well. Say good morning. Speak up in the meeting. Get there on time. Have a positive attitude. Do your work accurately. And I guarantee you good things will start happening to you. You want people to support you in your business? Stop looking for it. Stop asking people. Stop fake supporting others because you want them to support you in the future. No. Put your head down. Put in good work. Put the good work into your business and know like you know, like you know, that the right people will find you. And I guarantee you that they will. The support will come. In an episode last year, I talked about having positive vibes only or what I deemed PVO and I'd like to challenge all of you this week to have a PBO mindset, a positive vibes only mindset. That means starting right now, as you're listening, you will only listen to and subscribe to any and everything positive Positive thoughts when you wake up, positive thoughts when you're eating breakfast, when you're eating lunch and dinner, positive words when you're speaking to others, positive feelings when you do things you don't want to do. If you're having a conversation with others and they are speaking negative about something or someone, cut them short and ask them to change the subject. PVO all week, y'all, and watch how everything shifts. I'm doing it too. I'm participating. This week, I want you to be so mindful about only letting positivity in when it comes to your everyday life, your goals, your job, the people you have relationships with, and everything positive from now until next Monday when we meet again. Watch how much the game is going to change this week check in with us on our social media channels using the hashtag hashtag pvo challenge when you check in so that i can see you and let's do this y'all i am not playing i want you to be so positive this week that literally anything and everything that comes your way that is not positive will be brushed off like it was nothing you are what you attract sis and starting now We're attracting, manifesting, believing, and having faith in all the good things that we want for ourselves. The positive vibes start now.